You're listening to an Inside Quote episode from EWS, where inspiration from iconic quotes is translated into practice. And wisdom can be embodied into one's life. Get ready to unpack essential principles and enjoy. The pitch begins before it begins and ends after it ends. Ken Revisa. Another one from the fabulous psychologist Ken Revisa. This one relates specifically to baseball, to those key moments in the pitches, but can be transported to several other sports situations, as you will see. Just a little bit more context about Ken. He was a renowned sports psychology and pioneer on the development of the area in its practicality, especially in the United States, and he was the author of some books between them, Heads Up Baseball, Playing the Game, One Pitch at a Time, where the core of today's inside quote is included. On previous EWS episodes, I've talked already about this legend in our sports psychology field, and even on episode number 12, we make a tribute to him by sharing some contributions he made, and this in the context of a post of the week that points to relevant lessons can provided both to the mental side of athletic performance as well as to a personal level. As a preface for the knowledge contained in these words, I should lay out that Ken considered that the mental side of sports practice include the why part, a strategy part, and the regulation part. And while the first one is super important for the sustainability of practice, for the engagement with proper motivation and for having pleasure, and the second one is relating more to specific technical components and relationships with the coaches, it is on the third one, on emotional regulation and routines, that we center upon today. This because, as he indicates, a player is not completely able to control his performance in matches, before he is able to, in a way, control himself. Anyway, back to the quote. The pitch begins before it begins and ends after it ends. First things first, what the heck is a pitch, some of you might ask. A pitch is a moment in baseball matches where the man that throws the ball, the pitcher and the batter get ready to initiate a play. This is the most usually known moment for the general population, where the pitcher tries to get the ball passed through the end of the catcher, the man behind the batter, while this batter, with tremendous focus on the super fast ball that is coming, tries to hit it so that his team get the possibility to score. Well, the quote is simple but tricky. What does Ken mean, after all, with the beginning that is previous to the beginning? and an ending that happens after the pitch ends. It seems a paradox, but we will resolve that just next. You see, Ken is calling into attention the internal experiences that these athletes have before stepping into their positions in the field, and after they complete their roles in those plays, also known as the mental side of the game. Essentially, the characteristics involved here are about preparation, focus and determination. And just a note right here, I was curious about the roots of these three words and went on a discovery of their profound meanings, so talking about the etymology of the word determination, it directly comes from the Latin determinatio, that means conclusion, boundary, settlement, or in a more verb-like style, determinare, that means to enclose, 
to set limits to something. And this is super interesting. These setting limits and conclusion ideas fit just like a glove for this inside quote message. So, setting some order right here, we have that preparation is an important component not only in training and by setting up strategies for efficiently work out the game in one's team favor, but also preparation in the sense of getting oneself in the best shape possible when stepping into the field. In that sense, a player don't simply begin a play, his role, only when the pitcher announces the throw, but he is kind of already playing before it begins. It begins before it begins. Ken was shouting here for the importance of pre-routines. In other words, what is the set of actions that a player engages in before trying to hit the ball with the bat? We can't get too much extensive with this whole issue here, but I'm pointing to one's expectations, one's sense of confidence, one's body language walking in, one's self-talk. All aspects that play a big significant role often disregarded for one's performance qualities. And quick note here, this is why there are psychologists to assist players in optimizing these processes so that they relate better with their mishaps, with themselves and get closer, in essence, to efficiently work sport. So we come back to that major principle that goes along with EWS content of spending time and investing on what is within one's control and not worrying about what is not. In simpler terms, where should be our focus? Will we be ruminating on a past unfortunate play? Or will we firmly position our body and grip well the bat for the next attempt? Will we complain about the wind? Or will we take in that into account and put our eyes solely on the ball? These are just a few examples of locus of focus that we could be here continuing grasping upon, but as Ken reminds, if one is not absolutely in control of the consistency desired in the outcomes, one could be in control on the routines and approach taken before entering the game for play. A similar logic applies to the after part, the ending of the pitch. It shouldn't be taken just like, okay, the ball passed by, it's over. Because one can address what happened and pay attention to some useful adjustments that can be made for the next time. When the pitch ends, the player involvement in that play does not end. There's a myriad of reactions a player can automatically have and a bunch of others that the same player can choose to proceed. Although I'm saying this, let me just remind you that either on that preparation phase or this reflection phase, if the player thinks too much or criticizes his executions too much, that can be counterproductive that can lead to higher levels of stress or anxiety that of course is not something a team wants in that moment. So, it ends after it ends. Ken was shouting here for the importance of reflecting on one's plays, one's emotional reactions and for the importance of collecting feedback, a whole another topic. A play ends, in this case the pitch, but the process is ongoing. Well, Again, I'm not advocating for an extended technical analysis in that moment or introspection during the rest of the game because, after all, it is a performance zone. But it certainly is an aspect to consider sometime in the near future. As you can see, this is critical to many other circumstances in other sports. 
there are moments when a player is somewhat inactive in the sense that, for example, he's not touching the ball in a football match or he's in the bench. Or in tennis, there are those moments leading up to a serve or those moments of reacting to an unforced error that are often hard to digest and from there proceeding well and forth for another play. So, ending this before ending this, translating this to your specific sport, maybe you can pay attention and become more present in the moments before entering the field for your performance per se. Are you missing something that could be the aim of more investment in your part? Or maybe less investment? in the sense that you should be relaxing and not worrying about some outcomes that may occur, recalling again to that anxiety part. And for the aftermath, is there something you could pick to reflect upon and later invest in order to get more attuned and perform better? And how can you make peace with yourself for some bad play? I leave you with these exercises to efficiently work your mental game, and until next time, take care. We hope these messages got across well to assist you in efficiently work in your sport. For more information, go to ewsport.eu and get in touch with expert interviews and other types of posts.